Welcome to The Luxury Code, where we decode the mindset, the marketing, and the business approach of successful luxury brokers. So everybody wants to raise their sales price. Who doesn't want to sell big, expensive houses? The allure of multi-million dollar sales, five and six figure checks. I mean, my goodness, fancy houses, exotic cars, extraordinary clients. It all sounds like a dream come true. Today, we're going to unpack the real deal of all of that on The Luxury Code with my guy, Mark Hernandez. Mark, how are you, brother? Tell me some good news. Tom, it's so great to see you. I'm so fired up about being here. I was just thinking about it on the way over that it was five years ago that I was at a summit and you invited a bunch of us in for a lunch and learn. Yep. And one of my buddies and I were there. We said, let's go check it out. We did it. I've been elite ever since. My business is 10X from the first year and uh, I'm just having a great time and something is calling me. I got to turn that off. Okay. All right. We're back. It's all good, brother. It's all good. But you know, but Mark, your story is so many <laughs> stories that, you know, we talk to these great agents that, they, they made the difference to get committed to something. And when you look at your success, a lot of it is your commitment towards branding, towards marketing, towards networking, towards, you know, getting a little out of the box. And I want to explore all of that today. Um, but give people context first. Tell them, you know, tell them where you work. Give them the size of your team. What's the goal for this year? So, yeah, I'm with Compass Beverly Hills. I run a team called the Mark Hernandez Group at Compass. We've got six agents, we have a director of operations, we have a transaction coordinator, and we have yours truly at the helm. Uh, I started five years ago in the business. I started with a little company here, a boutique called Telus Properties. You remember Telus? Of course. They were acquired by Douglas Elliman, and, uh, and then that eventually led me to Compass. It's kind of my second time around in real estate, Tom. The first time was right out of USC, Orange County. A lot of my buddies' dads were developers at the coal company and the oh, Irvine yeah. company. Yep. And so I got into commercial real estate brokerage, high-rise office building leasing, eventually then pivoted from there into real estate management, went to work for the Sagerstrom family. Sure. At South Coast Plaza, I managed, you know, Center Tower where the yeah, Center Club is. Of course. So that was my first building that I managed. I was 28 years old. And I was having lunches with people down at the Center Club that were like 50 and heads of accounting firms and law firms and really taught me how to communicate with people that were of higher like socioeconomic status than me and, and be professional and be a manager or a leader. Um, so now... I mean, yeah. I, real quickly, so now I'm in real estate having gone through entertainment, right? So I, I, I left South Coast Plaza, went to work in the mail room at United Talent Agency. I went from like six figures to $350 a week overnight. Yes. My suits got shiny. I didn't have any money to buy my girlfriend, who's now my wife, dinners. And, uh, but it was the best thing I've ever done. I learned how to, you know, finance produce, uh, distribute movies. We represented screenwriters, directors, talent. And that's really, I think, where I learned my hustle on how to get things done. Because if you don't get it done as an assistant in Hollywood, you can. There's, yeah. a, there's a line out the door waiting for your, your desk, if you will. So anyway, that's it. You know, commercial real estate, entertainment. And I went to work for Fox uh, and, and led, led a national digital ad sales team there, 13 sellers, coast to coast selling the Fortune 1000 brands, television, network, uh, and uh, mobile sponsorships and, and uh, campaigns, and traveled all over the country, built my sphere that way with a lot of these advertising agencies and, and brands, and, and, and that's, that's how I got here. 
So why did you go under, I mean, you were going down a very interesting path. Why did you then go into residential real estate in Beverly Hills? Well, I, I was, I was packaged out. It was the 14th season of American Idol and ratings were starting to drop. Right. And so when ratings drop, revenue drops and, uh, and they looked at about 25% of the workforce and looked at the people that were making the most money and they gave us all handsome checks and took very good care of us as a company like Foxwood. And, uh, it was the best thing that ever happened to me because I, I, at that point I said, I'm done working for the man. I'm going to work for this man. Right. And I became an entrepreneur at that point. Right. So how many total years now on the residential side? Has it just been the five, the five years? So, yeah. so you, you come to this event and I, and I know all the, the cast of characters that were, you know, with us at that summit, um, you make the decision to become one of our clients. What happened next? So at, at that point I, um, I signed up and I immediately started ingesting the content. I was a, a big, I still am a big, you know, Tom Ferry fan. Uh, I literally, I think I stopped at about episode 108, but I little, I mean, I still go back, but I have, I think I have all the notes in bullet point form from episode one of the Tom Ferry show through episode 108. And I've gone back and, and listened to them time and time again. And I tell other people to, to check them out. But, uh, you know, I really highly uh, leaned in to coaching. Yes. And, and I realized very quickly that, you know, the best performers, whether it's athletes or musicians or vocalists or whatnot, they all have coaches, right? And if you're going to, if you're going to do coaching, you can't do it kind of, you know, half baked. You have to really lean in and be coachable and say, I'll do it. And, uh, and I'm telling you, it's taken my business from, you know, 177 GCI year one to like 9X that last year. So it's, it works. Right. And this year, you know, you've got some, some ambitious goals of $175 million in volume, and that's a lot of GCI. Um, so we, you know, we can unpack some of the team building stuff, but I think today we really should focus on what I observed from afar until you and I got to know each other better was watching your brand unfold, watching this look, yeah. this style, this aesthetic, this, I mean, there, you know, Thank there's you. just a, there was just a coolness factor that was coming out. And I'm, I'm just curious, could you, could you unpack for us the sort of the brand journey and what you learned along the way and why it mattered? Absolutely. So when I first started, I started taking notes of all the other social media accounts and marketing that was going on. And I knew that for me to stand out, I had to be a little noisy, right? I had to be a little different. I had to be like the uncola, right? right? right. So uh, I saw all these people uh, posting pictures of homes over and over and over. And I thought, I don't know anything about that person, yeah. right? And there's nothing about that, that, that social media account that makes me say, I need to call this person because I want to work with them. Yeah. And, and I often tell people, like people that I mentor, I say like, if you had a pizza, store, would you put pies on every like thumbnail? Because I just want to like, you know, it would be horrible, right? You got to tell the story. Where do I get my dough? Who's the hostess? You know, what's the, check out this oven. So I, I came at it from the approach of let's pretend I'm an editor of a really cool magazine. And this is going to be, it's not going to be Vanity Fair. It's not going to be People. It's not going to yeah. be LA. It's going to be the magazine of Mark. Yeah. Right. And so what is Mark like? Mark likes his family. 
Mark likes hit music, music big time. Big By the way, time. I saw you checking out the Descendants over the weekend. Oh yeah, Manhattan based Manhattan Beach band. Yeah. Um, so music, I love travel, art. Um, I you know, and and of course real estate. You have yeah. to pepper that in like twenty percent of the time, or they right. won't know that you're a real estate. Right. I also said you have to be noisy and let them know when you have a win. Right. So I, I developed my my what I call my deal cards. It's an image of me. It's got a black overlay. It's got a little branding and it's like, you know, soul. Right. So that's instead of sending a, a sold postcard, I do it on the Web and get it on the LinkedIn, Facebook, Facebook business, Instagram. And I get way more reach and engagement that way. Right. By, by doing it. Right. And then I and then I also thought and you can't just say sold. You have to tell the story. Like, hey, we represented these first time buyers. They were very afraid of the multiple offer scenario. They didn't want to get into a bidding war. We went up against 15 buyers. We put together the best terms. We came in like really hot with the listing agent and we walked away with the escrow and handed them the keys. Yeah. And people love to hear those stories. So uh, I, I continue to do that. And and this year, the the, the thing that, I'm working with Dave, my coach on, and, and please hold me to it as well. It's it's just time. It's time for me to layer in the video. Right. I've, you know, right. in the beginning, I was like everybody else. Oh, gosh, you know, I can't say my hair is not right because I don't have any hair. But anyway, <laughs> in the beginning, it was like, oh, I don't know how I look on screen. Yeah. But once I started going out and doing, remember my series on Instagram, Searching for LA? Yep. Right? So I'd go to different neighborhoods. I'd take shots about it, you know, a really cool building or restaurant and i'd be kind of down in the bottom but i'd still be looking at the camera and i developed some camera chops that way so now it's not about how i feel in front of the camera it's just the content i want the just like you said with my marketing it's kind of cool i want my video to be cool too i don't want it to be just mundane so you know what's interesting i was uh you're talking about descendants and then you know for a hot second my son had on uh, the Dogtown documentary. So speaking of LA. Oh, right, Dogtown and Z-Boys. Right, and Z-Boys, right? And and the first time I saw one of your ads, I was like, that's like when Tony Alva just stood there with his hat on Tony Alva, and his right? board. And the entire industry of skate was like, what? Like, what is this? Like, it felt like that kind of splash. I was like, Mark did a Tony good job Alva standing Tony Alva was my out. hero. <laughs> yeah, you, you love <laughs> that. He was that. my hero. We used to go... We used to go skate pools and do all that. And we wanted to be like Tony. We wanted to have the high socks and the band sure. slip-ons and the whole thing. Hey, by the way, did you see my, my, my pillow? Uh, I can see it in the background. So the people that are that are listening only, uh, so. Okay, so it's a pillow and it, here's what it reads. It says the hip, the hop, the hip, hippie to the hip, 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 hop, bang, bang, boogie. I'm jumping the boogie to the rhythm of the boogie to beat. <laughs> that was pretty good. I think you've sang that song a few times. So, so I, I think I messed it up. <laughs> no, you did good. So, so I love it because I think authentically, you know, you know who you are, right? So, so you put yourself out there in a way to be recognized. Cause let's face it, like LA real estate is noisy and there's a lot of competition. So, so do you feel your strategy worked and would you recommend it for others? What about the person that's, uh, you know, in Miami or New York or in, you know, Highland Park in Dallas, do they do something that splashy? Yeah, I think it works. I think it'll work everywhere. And what it really comes down to is, and I've heard this mentioned on, on some of your other podcasts, you have to really be good at being you. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like 
they can, you know, they can doubt the presentation, the listing presentation. They can doubt the, the home that they're looking at. They can doubt the, the, the figures or the comps or whatever, but they can't doubt who you are. I get, I get listings. I get buyers. I put together presentations and all that. But at the end of the day, that doesn't really matter. What really matters is who's sitting in front of, sitting in from as, as Steve Harney, Harney once said, on the other side of the table, right? It's, it's who's on the other side of the table, how they're connecting with you, the questions they're asking, how they're engaging and body language and all this. And I mean, I'm telling you, I've gotten more business that way than any presentation I've ever put together. So I, I think if the agent can just be their true authentic self and, and not be afraid to show them who they are and maybe that they have a fault because we're all human. It, it brings me back to the movie, Tom. I, I, I've thought of this movie so many times in, in my business career and it's with Julia Roberts. It's the, it's Aaron Brockovich. Yes. yes. And there's this classic scene. It's in the conference room and there's two women and they're both lawyers and they're in front of this, all the jur jury, right? Or whoever they're dealing with, uh, the, Plaintiffs, I guess. I don't know. But anyway, they're all there. And the one woman is very uptight. Her hair's tight and she's got glasses and, and, and she just can't connect with the people. And Aaron comes in and she, she, you know, fumbles on her heel and she's chewing gum and drops something. And people just love her because they say she's like me. Right. So I think where, where I get the most traction is really trying to be myself and be as human as I possibly can with whoever I'm dealing I love it. So talk to us about then networking and, and maybe like marketing, calling, prospecting, whatever you want to call it. Like it's, we all need appointments. So, so give us your, give us your best two or three plays that you run to attract clients. Yeah. So, so the first thing I do is I try, when I was in Hollywood in the, as a, as an assistant, I, I remember this little saying that I, I came up with and it was, uh, I don't know if I came up with it, but anyway, it, it was, it's not who you know, it's who knows you. So right as a Hollywood assistant, I was already branding myself. I would notice the other guys on desk. Hey, it's Tom in, you know, Joe Epstein's office, right? Hey, it's Bill in blank blank's office, right? And it's like, how many Toms and Bills are there? They, they come and go. I never answered the phone that way. It was all, hi, it's Mark Hernandez in David Cantor's office right in the motion picture department of, right. of, of UTA so back then I started this underground email list where I would send out you know the latest script sales of, of the day think about real estate sales right, right? like email right. marketing right um, and I wasn't taking them from UTA there was another site called guess what scriptsales.com right so I was just arbitraging that data sure. and getting it out there and they thought, oh this guy's providing it where the parties were that week. All the young people love that. Right. And then the UTA job list, which is like everybody wanted to get a job in Hollywood. So I started sending that out and my email list went from zero to 3,500 in like two years. And every one of those 3,500, I then started following on LinkedIn. That was the thing back then. LinkedIn, yep. that 3,500 today is now 23,000. Yes. And, and, and as a result, I'm about to launch a big, uh, a big, uh, just call it a blog on LinkedIn. I want to be the voice of real estate on LinkedIn. So I've got, I've got the size of a small 
tiny magazine there yes. that I can be talking to on LinkedIn. I also use it to spread spread context out with you know outside of the Hollywood. I mean, outside of the California market, and, and, and I'm already getting referrals from small boutique agencies that are New York that like me and they don't have an office here, right? So networking online, right? Going to as many events as possible and put a little bit of the damper of the pandemic on for a bit, but now we're back and going to, you know, parties and art galleries and all of that stuff. Yep. It's great to be, be yep. out, right? Calling my sphere of influence every day. Uh, and, and that's my number one, that's my number one lead pillar is my, my database and my, uh, and my social media and my marketing. So, you know, spending two hours a day, every day, calling my, my database, sending them out, sending them texts as well. Um, and then, um, I mean, those are probably the, and I've been doing some online marketing. I'm not, I'm not really sold on it. I mean, I think I spent about a hundred grand on Zillow last year and I made a little over a hundred grand on it. So it wasn't yeah. like huge ROI, but yeah. you know, I, I think, I think it's best to work with who, you know, anyway. And so, and some of the leads that you get from online, they're not always, you know, best yes well i love it so you you actually started with like hey i did this killer email thing and then that became a linkedin thing and then i'm creating content on linkedin is the way i the way i interpreted that and thank goodness mark you came back and said but the number one source is my database and i call them for two hours every single day because if they didn't i would fly to los angeles and punch me in the throat i would i would because i know you like there is a Look, Tony Alva, there is a grittiness to you that that I respect. A lot of the best luxury brokers I know, they just like they look the part, they act the part, they know the market. But what makes them extraordinary is they do the work. They do this. They do. I almost said shit. And there it is. They do the shit that most people don't want to do. So to help us understand like you actually are calling people in your database two hours a day and texting people like. Like how many days, like, do you have to gear yourself up for it? Or do you just wake up in the morning and go, oh, I can't wait to call people. No, I just, I love to connect with people. I love, I'm a talker. If you haven't figured that out by now. I got it. It's, um, I, I'm kind of, I mean, texting is kind of a secondary thing. I think a lot of, yeah. I see a lot of young people saying, yeah, I'll just shoot them a text. And I like, I just want to go like this, right? It's like, it's like the people that that are of power, and I'm not saying I'm of power, but the people like power agents, power brokers, politicians, they're not sending texts to anybody. They're calling people, checking in. It's very soft. Yeah. It's, you know, if it's soft, it's, hey, Tom, how have you been? We haven't talked for a while. What's new in your world? How's the family? I you know, saw some great things about your uh, mother-in-law on, on, uh, on social media. She's adorable, by the way, adorable. Thank you. I need to, I need to like come hang out, you know? at some point that's awesome um so and then if it's more if it's if it's a little less soft it's hey tom uh you know great opportunity came up in west hollywood there's this condo i know you're not looking right now but do you know of anyone that might be interested i might be able to you know send this to or maybe you could forward it to them sure mark hey do that you know that works a lot yeah so so i love it man because it is it's uh it's not old school it's what is effective do you know what I mean? Like, it's not old school. It's like Timmy Smith, who I talked to, or Maxine Gellins, who's, you know, shout out to Maxine at 84 years old. She's like, look, if I just get on the phone and call three to five people every single day, good things happen in my business, right? One of the most Always. dominant agents in the high end forever down in La Jolla, California. So so let's let's end with one thought. And, and, and one more thing on that, Go. Tom. One more thing. I'm sorry. 
One more thing that I, I do and my team is starting to do it and they're calling me, they're going, it works, is just starting conversations with strangers. It's like, right? Like you're going for a walk and all of a sudden there's a dog and you know, hey, what kind of dog do you have? And hey, did you, where did you get it? I just keep the conversation going, right. ask as many questions. Next thing, oh, you live here? No, we're just visiting. Oh, where are you from? Hawaii. Great. Well, what what brought you here? Well, we're we're looking for a house. I mean, it happens. I know. I know. Real, you know. It's like, but people don't engage. So uh, the more you engage, the more conversations. Forty conversations equals one transaction. I've heard it for five years, and it's true. Yes. I almost started saying nobody walks in LA, but I'm, 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 we may be dating ourselves here with our, our movie yeah. references, documentaries, Missing persons. surf and skate, saw them live. And, Terry and, Bozio. Oh yeah. So, so last question for you, Mark, cause this has been super fun. <laughs> um, but I want to, I want to get your perspective. You said earlier, like, Hey, what really matters is me face to face being myself. Like we all have a pitch. We all are going to market a listing a certain way. So, so, if someone was listening to this, they're like, yeah, but Mark, I just don't have that confidence. What are some things I can do to improve my confidence so I win the pitch? I think, I think, look, what did you say? I think you said it, confidence is about being prepared. You said something about that once. It's like, if you're not, if you don't have the confidence, it's because you're underprepared. Right. Right. So, you know, the more you can go to that appointment and show them that you've done your homework, Right. That and, and, and I don't care if you have to, like, you know, study that for a week before the presentation, you have to memorize, you know, how many what the average days on market is, what the average price price per foot is, sales price to list price ratios, all of that. But the more they want to hear that information, they want to know that you're an advisor, right? Not you're not there just to take a, take a tour of their house. So um, but the flip side of that is. The more you can engage with them on their house, right, and show that you're a fan, that that I mean, I, oh my God, look what you did to this, you know, to this kitchen, and I love that tile, and you know, did, was you know, was this an add-on, and just keep talking about it, they they fall in love with you, <laughs> they do. So be prepared and and really, uh, you know, know the neighborhood, know the data, know what's going on in the market, you know open it up and say, Hey, do you have questions for me? I love to answer questions. They love that too. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys heard it here first luxury co with Mark Hernandez, the new unofficial, but now official King of video in LA. Oh, nice. Let's you go. Like that? I'm sending that right like to your that. coach partner. Hey, okay. if they want to, uh, okay, if they want to, if they want to follow you on Instagram, what's the best place for them to find you, uh, on the gram or on LinkedIn? The Mark Hernandez. The Mark Hernandez. Yes. The. Yes. Well, thank definite, you, my friend. I a definite article. Yes. We appreciate you and all, all the sharing today and just uh, wish you nothing but the best going forward. And I look forward to seeing you in August, if not sooner. This, this is great. Thank you, Tom. I really appreciate this and uh, I hope to see you soon. All right, my friend. All right. If you're watching or listening, make sure you hit the subscribe notification button and share this with a friend or two who needs a little boost in confidence and maybe just a little swag like my guy Mark's got. All right, we'll see you guys on the next show. Take care. Bye, guys.